What's up? What's up? What's up? I need to know my people are in the building. What's going on? What's good? Turn the comments on. If you're joining me on Facebook, just know if you have not registered with StreamYard.com, I will not see your comments. All right, we clear, we cool. Just waiting on my guests to log on. We have a wonderful, incredibly talented, funny, Funny, funny sister. I don't know if she's going to tell some jokes or not, but she has enough of a compelling story that I just had to talk to her. Let's let some folks log on here. Set my good people, where you at? Where you at? Ah, oh, shucks. The Kiana Dancy. Ooh. What did you think I wasn't gonna come? Hey, girl. I'm not hearing you. Let me see what I. Can How are you? Uh -oh. Can you hear me? Audio issues. Let me go to my settings because I'm sure I did something. Okay, well, keep going because I'm going to try to open up my new computer. I don't know my password, girl. I, Can I you say something? There you go. There Can you, you hear go. me? I don't know none Hi. of my passwords. I don't know my password to my Google. I don't know my password to my um, Facebook. Ah. I know. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. How are you? I am fantastic. How I am you? so sorry about the mix-up, Okay. Man, life happens. It's okay. It is okay. I appreciate you coming and uh, giving me the the adjusted time. We gonna we gonna do this. We are gonna have some fun. How you feeling today, man? I'm amazing. I'm amazing. I'm gonna try. Let me hold on for before we go. Are we are we live right now? We are, but take your time. My, my no, I audience want to see if I can switch over to my new computer. Okay, um, it'll That's be better fine. for us both. Um, okay. The reason, listen, it was given to me as a gift, and I rarely use it because I don't have all my passwords on a new computer. So you know how it go. You know, I you gotta go back and forth. I'm like, I don't know my password. No help. Girl, that's a whole skit right there. A whole skit, girl. I don't never know none <laughs> of my passwords. And then you know they want you to change them to passwords <laughs> that you know, girl. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I thought I knew that one. I what thought you I knew about? that one. Stop it with the pressure. What you mean? <laughs> Hold on for a second. Uh, let's see here. I am going to try to log in. Let me log in on um, StreamYard now. Okay. Hey. All right. People, if you on StreamYard on Facebook, just know I won't see your comments if you're not subscribed or registered in um, right, StreamYard. Let's close. I really want y'all to be on YouTube. Come on, YouTube. 
get on YouTubers. We need these watch hours to get it. Okay? Just being honest. Kiana popped out. She's going to pop back in. She's already back. My girl was quick with it. She Good was thing. quick with it. Oh, hey, ma'am. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. Oh, what's up? What's happening? What's happening? Welcome to the Blowing Bubbles podcast, the coolest safe space on the planet where the overwhelm unwind, the lost find love, the lonely find focus, and the weak feel empowered. I am so, so excited to have you here this evening, the Kiana Dan. You better say that. Hey, girl. Ooh, what's up, girl? You know, I am so honored. First of all, when I first, when I met you, your spirit was just like, oh, my gosh. You well, are a total baby doll. Oh, my oh, gosh. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let me not scratch myself because I'm a, um, people don't know this. I'm a bubble baby. So as soon as I start scratch, scratching myself, I start whipping up. Girl, I'm allergic oh. to everything. Let me just. Listen. Not, me and allergies oh i have yeah i'm a whole bubble baby girl i'm allergic to my tears and everything child yes i should be in a bubble i'm the bubble baby we're gonna come with the bubbles then yes we got some happy bubbles hello (laughs) oh wait a minute the bubbles hit see i got the sensitive screen the touchpad the bubbles made it think i was trying to leave this the site Hilarious. No, honey, we're not leaving yet. We just got here. We just got here. So tell everybody what you have going on. You are an author, comedian, entrepreneur. So my neighbor. I'm listening. You 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 got a lot going on. You're a speaker, you're a transformational speaker. Now that's a lot of people don't understand what that is. That yes. is so crucial. A lot of people just get up and rah, rah, rah. But no, you actually affect change in people. Absolutely. I love that you mentioned that because here's the thing. Like you said, we can get you rah, rah, rah. But how do you how do you get the person from the step one to step two? The goal is to, you know, help you transform into something better. Like people don't know this about me, but I'm gonna tell you, I, I love comic books. I'm not, I don't collect comic books. I don't read comic books, but I like the comic movies. Let me just say that. So I love okay. the Marvels and all those. So um, I am I am obsessed with the whole Transformers. I love a good uh, Bumblebee. You know, they get all yeah. beat up and then you hear them, they change. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the reason why I love that is because that just says that although you have been beat up, although you have been through a fight, although you've been through some things, you do not have to stay in that space. So as a transformational speaker, my goal is to give you the tools to become your best self. So while you are being beat up, the worker's life is going to life. Period. Life is going to life. While it's life in you and while it's beating you and you ducking and you boom, boom, boom. What? Okay, you did it. What you yeah. do is how, is how you respond. So let me give you the tools to, to learn how to transform to a better you. Mm, love it. Love it. Love it. And I, because I see so many people who are out here, they're on these paid speaking circuits. And, and really, they're just talking. But I ain't gonna lie, a lot of people have great messages. 
you know, yeah. sometimes, you know, a lot of people have an amazing message and, you know, sometimes you, you'll meet a person or hear a person that, you know, have a story that you resonate with. I just believe wholeheartedly that if you find someone that, you know, that speaks to speaks you, to you. Yes. Yes, you should absolutely pay attention. But again, we all have a story. We all have a story, but all of us are not monetizing our story. Right. And I can't say right. it's anything wrong with that. I'll just say just, just you know, everybody ain't meant. Period. I am. Um, I'm in the early stages of bringing my story out. Mm -hmm. My stories. Mm -hmm. There are so many. Yeah. Um, and I struggled for years. People would know me and think that I have something to share. You should write a book. And I'm like, mm. and the podcasting became Sorry. my platform. Yes. To, to really, it's a more interactive way for me to share and. The blowing bubbles concept came from, um, it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. I tell people it's impossible to be mad and blow bubbles at the same time. You can't do it. It is. It you can't do it. Is. You can't do it. I dare it's you to try. Cool. Send me a video of you trying. You can't do it. Right. So there's so many people out here angry for whatever reason. Sometimes no reason. They don't even know why they're bothered and mad. You, you know, and it's unfortunate that people are so angry and don't have a reason. I'll tell you, I say this all the time, that baggage is unresolved issues from your past. So mm -hmm. the most important thing for us as human beings, as people of color, as women, as moms, as wives, as fathers, as husbands, people, a human, a person on this planet, is to find the root of your issues. And once you find the root of your issues, you can find... You can find your joy because, see, let me tell you if you're mad and sad, get rid of that. Once you find the root, you can get rid of it, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And and that's the great thing. I I say all the time, you can't fix what you don't face. Yeah, so if you don't get to the root of whatever your issue is, no matter how painful it is. Peel back that onion. You're going to cry probably on second, third layer. You're going to be crying. But I cried the first. You but you also it. might not ever find necessarily the root. I'll tell you. I'll challenge you that with that, too. Ooh, you might never, ever find the root. But you still have to be open enough to know that there is a issue. And as yes. long as you know that there's an issue, you can always continuously work on yourself. And there's nothing wrong with not necessarily finding the root of your problem. But just be mindful of the fact that there is a problem. For example, you know, some people there, I'm gonna give you a perfect example. Maybe while example may not be the best. There's a lot of people who are adopted who may have never, ever, won't ever, ever see their parents, may never meet their yeah. parents. So yeah. the root of it is that you're adopted, but you need to see your parents. You need to know who, where you come from, but you might not ever, ever, ever get to have that ability or that privilege. So you have to come to the resolve in your mind. That's not an option for me. But although I know that I am adopted and although I know that, you know, it would be nice to know, I know that I'm adopted, right? I may not ever know who my parents are, but at the end of the day, now I know at the very least, I know part of my problem. That's a very, very good example. Yeah, I'm not saying everybody have that issue. I'm just saying that can be an issue for some people. Yes. Yeah. And I do know several people who were adopted and they have this void. Yeah. I have a very big close family and I'm close to both of my parents. I cannot imagine not knowing, not having that connection. Right. So that's, that's a very good example. It's definitely tough, but you can only imagine, you know, I mean, in all honesty, black folks deal with that anyway. 
Just think yeah. about it. Um, we we really don't know where we're from. We don't know, even if we do the DNA, da, 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 they say I'm from this coast, they say I'm from that coast, but but, but what's my story? You know what I mean? Right. So we've all had to kind of deal in that operation of, you know, in in that, not operation, but under that um, unknown. We've yeah. all had to deal with, the, I don't know where my, I, at the end of the day, I don't, we ain't even got to go that deep. I don't know who my grandfather's father is. That's my mother's father. So, you know, and it's not that we hadn't tried. We just don't know who the man is. So, again, it's not, we ain't got to pack up and go to Africa. We can pack up and go to Alabama because we don't know who he is. So, many of us have voids in our life that we just had to learn how to operate under that type of void. And so, you have to, you make a decision that, you know, I'm not going to allow that or anything else to hinder me from becoming my best self. But that is a decision that has to be made. Yes, yes, yes. So, if if a person never really identifies their baggage, their issues, do you Girl. see any possibility of healing? Like, what, what does that even look like for the majority of people out here? Child, mad, angry, sad, frustrated, irritated. You pulling your hair out. You pulling your lashes out. You got irritability ticks, you always frustrated, you always mad, it's everybody's problem except for yours. Um, I'll tell you that I don't believe that you can't heal because you don't know your baggage. I'm just saying that you have to come to the conclusion in your mind that even though I don't know what my baggage is, I'm not going to carry it anymore. So it may, it may be that you don't know necessarily the source of your baggage. You can just decide, I'm not going to carry the baggage. Mm -hmm. So, for example, let me give you another example. Same, same example, we'll use a different way. So, so for example, you find out you're adopted, you don't know who your parents are, you're mad because you don't know who you are, you don't know where you come from, da, 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 right? Right. All those things. You have to make the decision, despite me not knowing who I am and where I come from, my life is going to be good. I know who I I know who I am. I may not know where I come from, I know who I am. So you might not necessarily know the root of your baggage, but you acknowledge your baggage like, hey, I do have baggage. I have issues associated with the fact that I don't know where I come from. You can do the work. And then once you get to a certain point, you can't find anything else. OK, well, it is what it is. But listen, life is short. You ain't got a whole lot of time to be sitting around. What was me mad and frustrated about who you are and where you come from? Because you might not ever answer, you know, might not ever find the answer. Right. You have to come to that conclusion if you don't find that answer. Are you okay? Are you going to waste time trying to figure out who you are or are you just going to move on with knowing not who you are but where you come from and be okay with who you are? Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So from reading your book, first of all, let me let me go ahead and put this up close to the to the camera. Hey. Bye bye bags, and it comes with an accompanying. Well, there, it she also has available a workbook journal. Yes, man. So, man, you guys got to get this book. You have some pretty heavy bags that you have had to work through and 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 get past. Right. Or have you? I know one one thing, one story that to me seems like it would be the heaviest. What, what would you say was your toughest bag to put down? 
I'll let you answer that. What do you think? Eric Lovejoy. Yeah. So I, despite me being molested, despite me being, you know, losing my dream job, being in a long-term relationship, not materializing into marriage, you know, the man did ask me to marry him four times. I said no every time. You know, losing Eric was hard for me because it was one of the hardest conversations I ever had to have. Uh, one, I had to call my mom, let her know what happened, then call his mom, let her know what happened. You know, my boyfriend being shot in front of me in my mom's house was the worst thing that I, anyone could ever imagine. And, you know, trying to tell sister and his mother, like, first of all, it wasn't my fault. Second, and then not only me telling them, I had to make sure I remind myself it wasn't your fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I had, I, you know, and that's that was the beginning of my um, of my nonprofit called Bags, becoming a guiltless survivor. Because what I've learned mm. is despite what you've been Ooh, through. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Bring, don't gloss over that. Bags becoming a guiltless survivor. Because no matter no matter what trauma or tra trauma or drama that I've been through, someone else suffered through it with me. My mother, when I was molested, she suffered through it with me. When I when my boyfriend was shot in front of me at my mother's house, she suffered through it with me. So equally, the same my trauma may have hit her. It, it, it hit me differently than it hit her. But at the end of the day, we still was going through. So I had to pick up the phone and call him, her, his family and say, hey, this is what happened. And it was one of the hardest conversations I ever had. And I loved him. And the, no matter what you say to someone, um, no matter how the story went, they're always going to have their own narrative. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. Because when you have that kind of loss, almost like we believe it feels better to place the blame somewhere. It does. Everybody want to blame somebody. And I can see that. I see. I read. I want to blame somebody. Let's be. Let's be honest. Yeah. I wanted to blame somebody. So, and, and for a long time, I blamed myself, and then after that, I blamed the shooter. So, you know, what you do is you learn how to, you make peace with what is, right, and then you ask for forgiveness from the family. And, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. And Eric and I knew exactly what was going on. We had both had a conversation. He couldn't take me to prom because he had to work. And I don't know if he ever had that discussion with the parents, um, with his family. They pro He probably did not because there was really no reason to tell them, hey, yeah. I'm going to be out to the prom. She's going with another dude. But that was my story. And it's on record at the court. So, you know, every the guy that took me to um, to the prom, there was nothing. I didn't know he liked me. I didn't know he had any kind of feelings for me. I didn't even know him. So all I knew is he missed his prom. He went to Southwest DeKalb. I went to Cross Keys. He said he missed his prom. Okay, let's go. You got a car. Me and my homegirls, we jumped in the car and we went. That's it. But who knew? Mm, my goodness. Yeah. Absolutely. <sighs> But you learn as you get older, you know, and, and also you forgive. Like I have forgiven him, you know, as sad as it is, you know, I feel like, you know, the justice system, he took a life. So, yes, he should have definitely done, done some substantial, substantial time. The issue I have is that, you know, the justice system is one that will penalize one color. Yes. Longer than the other. And then also my issue is. um. 
you know, they're quick to lock us up. And without giving us the opportunity, we paid our dues to the to society. Now what? Listen, I'm not in a position to say that he should be out or not. I, all I know is that happened when I was 17. I'm 45. Mm -hmm. He's still wow. in Wow. I opinions about whether he, he should be out or not. I would never get into that. All I know is it is what it is. Wow. Nearly 30 years later. Yep. Um, and and as a mother, if it had been my child as Eric was my child, I would certainly not ever care if he got out. Yeah, I'm sure of it. Yeah. But then on the flip side, if Charles was my son, I'd want more compassion. Yeah. You know, so it's a hard place to be. It's certainly a hard place to be. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't take into account when they're doing things that what you do will most certainly affect your family, too. Yes. That's what a guiltless survivor is. Because even that, him being in prison, his family has been affected by that. Yes. Yeah. And so, but I would say this also, as the Christian in me believed that I, I've forgiven him. The Christian in me has definitely um, have been praying for the family of, on both sides. The Christian in me has been praying um, just for, you know, peace in my spirit about it all. But who am I? I didn't lose my brother. I'm sure, like you said, I will feel some kind of way. I didn't lose my son. I will feel some kind of way. And again, that's why I won't, I don't have any, I, I have no opinion about what happens. I just, I made to this, I've forgiven him and I move on. Because if Eric was alive, we would have married. Yeah. For sure. Wow. Well, I'm glad that you have survived and even thrived. Yeah. Uh, through all of that adversity. Um, I was I was frustrated with the short term that Mr. Victor did. I I don't think you outlined exactly how long, but you said he didn't he wasn't in jail that long. Yeah, girl, I don't even know how long the man was in jail, but it wasn't long. And um, and I say this all the time. If he were to um, run up on me today, I wouldn't know what the man looked like. Wow. That, well, that's that's a blessing, I think. Is it? I do. Um, oh no! Because if I know you know of him and everything, but I have I have similar experience, and to see that man's face anywhere, that man dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> see the I constantly see the face. If you mm -hmm. don't have a face, that ghost can be gone. You have a face at all? So um, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's hard to say, but wow, he didn't do. And and I also, you know, touching on the justice system, had it been Lil Becky, he'd probably still be in there. That part, and then you know, they just don't value they they put so much value on so many other things, like a one color um, to gender. If it was a boy, probably would have been less time, even less time. You know what I mean? I just it's one of those things that. Um, again, I've moved on. I'm not, I don't, I don't lay, I don't spend a lot of time worrying about it because see, let me tell you something. Life is so short. It and is. as long as I'm sitting around, woe is in me and worrying about what happened yesterday, I ain't going to live today. You won't, you won't. And that's very, 
very commendable for you to be able to just brave your way through all of the experiences. You have to. And I challenge people to do the same because what happens is, you know, you, you're like I, I keep saying, you you can't get time back. The most valuable thing that you will ever have is your time. And if you keep wasting time, that part, keep wasting time looking backwards. You have got to take the time to look forward. I, you know, even in my long term relationship, I was so busy looking backwards to how much time I spent. I forgot to turn around and look forward to how much time I was wasting. Mm. And although I loved him and I, I loved our story, I loved the, the whole idea of, of meeting and falling in love and being together happily ever after, that wasn't supposed to be my plan nor my story. So you have to make a decision. Once it starts stealing your peace and your joy, you got to grab your bag, sis. And I ain't talking about your baggage. I'm talking about your luggage and move. Get out of there. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes we get caught up into... All of the things we've invested. All the things. So you just want to keep And we forget about all the things that we wasted. Yes. Yeah. Like the most important thing you consciously wasted now is your time. Is your now time. it's conscious. <laughs> now you know. Now you know. Yes, yes, yes. So what do you what do you do in this phase of your life to kind of cope? What is your my coping mechanism? Yeah. I rest. I write. I, I you know, I love taking a bath. Um, yeah. So when I when I'm cold, I take a shower or a bath. If I'm um if you know, if I'm if I'm mad or if I'm irritated, it's something about the water that gives me a peace that I, you know, I really cannot I just enjoy it. Over, I over enjoy taking a bath and just taking my mind. It washed all of my issues and all my frustrations down the drain. And I do something called laugh therapy. I think about one of the most craziest things that has ever happened to me, and I just start laughing. And then sometimes and the laughter is fake; it's forced. But then eventually, you start laughing for real. Uh, so I do laugh therapy. I, I I'm not a big work outer. But I do try to at least there's um, some small workouts on Netflix. It's 10 minutes put on by Nike. I'll jump on that, do 10 minute workouts. I will, uh, you know, ha I love coffee. So I'll have a cup of coffee to, you know, calm my nerves. But for me, it's just I've learned how to just write down the things that is hindering me, hindering me from becoming my best self. I write it down. I tear it up and I burn it up because I'm done. I, I love that a whole lot of time to be focusing on things that's still in my peace and my joy. I just Ooh, don't. Yes, yes, yes. Whatever that's that so is. Important. That is so important. The bath is so calming to me. I love a good bath. Oh my goodness. So you have an event coming up. Yes. And you are focusing on, you know, the baggage. Tell us yes. about your event. So Baggage Claim is a women's empowerment tea celebration where women can come claim, release, and heal from their emotional baggage that they carry. We all carry, carry, or have care, are carrying. We all have been through some things. I just got off um, a Zoom with 30 girls. And, you know, some of the ladies in the room, don't even ask me why they was there, but 30, some of the ladies in the room was like, I ain't got no baggage. I'm like, girl, why is you here? <laughs> but, you know, we all have been through some things. And I said the same thing I'm going to say to you is the same thing I said to them. If you don't have any baggage, live a little longer. 
and watch what happens. Eventually, yeah. you have some baggage that you either collected or carrying, or you, you know, somehow or another you acquired. You sometimes can acquire baggage that don't even belong to you. It yeah. can be generational baggage. It can be your kids' baggage. Your oh, your your daughter got multiple kids and they keep dropping them off. Same thing. And I'm not saying your your baggage, your kids or your grandbabies are baggage, but I'm just saying. Hey, you ain't making yeah. that yo. They they not at your house. Um, so yeah, so the event is a safe destination for women to come into the room and see other women who have been through what they're going through, whether they're on the beginning, middle, or the end of their healing. Also, you know, there are uh, great opportunities for us to share. We're not trauma bonding. What we're doing is we're talking about the ways that we victoriously overcame our drama, mm. and our traumas. Uh, there will be a poet there. Songbird Teresa, Teresa the Songbird. There's a singer there. Oh my God, I love Zabiel Janae. She is phenomenal. And then we'll have a one woman show with me in a way that you have never seen me before. And a lot of people say that I've never seen you headline. I always see you host. Okay, well, this is the time. Come see me. And so it's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal transformational experience. So I'm super excited about it because every ticket you will receive a gift bag. With over $250 worth of free items, including my journal in the book, in the bag. Nice, nice, nice. Where can people get the ticket? So there's been some, There we are, okay, so that's where I need to say I'm not sure yet. Because it's at the Atlanta, it's at the underground. But we're making a change. My team have decided based on the capacity issues that we're going to change because we're expecting a big number. <laughs> So we are changing where we can get this. So as of right now, you can get the tickets on atlcomedytheater.com at the underground location. If you do buy the tickets that we just so happen change the location, your ticket will be honored. You will. There's a whole lot of things that we have going on, baby. We just had this huge meeting today and all the confirmations, everything's going to be done tomorrow. So I almost said, girl, let's cancel this meeting. This is tomorrow. But I ain't want to do that to you. But so right now, send everybody to my website, kianadancy.com. Let them subscribe. I will send out an email how to get the information. But if they absolutely want to buy a ticket right now, they can get it at atlcomedytheater.com. And I know that sounds very um, uh, confusing. But listen, I'm working on something. I got some. Baby, when y'all see what I got going on. It's July 22nd. July 22nd at right now at the ATL Comedy Theater at the Underground location. So regardless if it's in the Underground, I mean under the ATL Comedy Theater or in the Underground, regardless of where it is, will be you, ma'am, be there, fellas. You cannot come. You can't ladies, but you can buy a ticket and you can support the ladies. Yes, it's gonna be so awesome. I just know it. I just know it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. I will be in the place. Thank you. You need to bring some um, some bubble blowers. Bring them on into the. Uh, hey, I fact, you should sponsor. Put some bubbles in the bag. Okay. You got some. Okay. You got some bubbles. How do you do this? I guess so. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Look at me putting you on the spot. What you got? You know what? I've only done it once. I did. Um, my friend had a float in Mardi Gras this this year, and I did like six hundred bubbles. We bottles of bubbles. Uh, oh. No sleep. We only need 215. Okay. 230. 230. Okay. Yeah, just do 230, girl. It's going to be phenomenal. We make it happen. 
Absolutely. So the bag would include um, so many items, including my journal. We're going to do the work and we're going to get it done. So I just want everybody to know that this is not an event that you want to miss. It's not. Okay. Be there. Awesome. Awesome. And I do want to take a pause for the cause. This episode of Blowing Bubbles Podcast Live was brought to you by Ragers Anonymous. Come on. This here, we talk about coping. You got some stress. You need to break some stuff up, but you can't damage your own stuff. Hit up BigRagers.com. They are Ragers Anonymous on Instagram. If you want to do a gender reveal and find a new unique way to smash up something and let the pink or blue smoke come out, BigRagers.com. I'm telling you, they will pull up on you. They have a trailer. When I saw that trailer, I was like, <laughs> BigRagers.com. So, yes, I had to take a pause for the cause because this episode is brought to you by those guys over there. Nice. All right. All right. All right. So, yes, make sure you guys go to so go to KianaDancy.com, subscribe, and then you will be notified where the new venue is going to be. She had a location, but guess what, y'all? So many people wanted to come. They have to upsize. upsize. That's a beautiful problem to have. Yes, ma'am. If you're impatient, you can secure your spot by going to atlantacomedytheater.com and getting yeah, your tickets. All the same benefits that you will get through them, you will get it through the new um, venue, if not more. See? All right. So I want to make sure that's clear. Mm-hmm. So I am intrigued by women in comedy. I love, love, love comedy. I'm not a stand-up um, kind of person, but one of the things on my bucket list is to be like on a sketch show like Saturday Night Live or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, how was it? You funny girl. Okay. Yeah, I was told I. Yes, I love it. But my parents had a production company when I was little, okay. and my dad was like Keenan Ivory Wins before Keenan Ivory Wins back in the day. Nice. So I've been. I, this is in my blood. I love it. I love to make people laugh and smile. So, um, you have an incredible journey of your breaking into comedy. You just always believed in you. First of all, I want to talk about that. Where do you attribute that that strength and that confidence in you? Um, you know, ultimately, I, my mother. My family have always poured into me, always been very supportive of me, no matter what I wanted to do, from modeling to acting, to speaking, to being a stand-up comedian, to moving from Houston to, to New York, to L.A., back and forth. My family is always, whatever crazy idea I've ever had, my family has been there to support me, whether it's to, you know, drag my suitcase bags or, you know, whatever. So it's my family for sure. My mother, absolutely. That's so, that's so, that matters so very much. And you had experiences with some creeps in the business too. I mean, we all have creeps in the business, and it's funny because I work, I still work with the creep to, to this day. Um, but you know, you, you with any business as a woman, you're going to eventually encounter someone that you feel like, oh, this person makes me uncomfortable, and it's ironic they don't even realize that they're doing they're something doing wrong. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't think the Weinstein's and all them, you know, they probably did the Epstein's. They eventually they knew. It was wrong, but because they felt so entitled, 
they continue to do what they did. And so, you know, I just, I learned how to operate in this business too, because you always got to play to play. You got to play to play. I'm not saying, I didn't say pay to play, it's play to play. And the reason why I say play to play is what is the play? Because sometimes you can be in a situation where you're, you got to play the game so that you won't get kicked off the show. Or, you know, I never say sell yourself short. I never say compromise yourself, but you do. You be in a room. If it makes you uncomfortable, you back up out that room. You don't, you yeah. know, that you, you play the play. Meaning if you know that he's going to try you, you don't be in that room by yourself. You don't travel. You oh, you go. There's the things that you learn how to do being a, a female comedian on the road. Anytime you go to a, a, a show on the road and you get your key, you switch, you change your room or change your key. You don't allow someone to give you your key. There's things that you learn mm. on the road by yourself. If they offer to pick you up, how well do you know them? Just nowadays, you can just order Uber. No, I got it. Yeah. Wow. I those are layers that I had never even considered. Yeah. yeah. Switching your key or not letting somebody give you your key. Letting somebody else give you your room key could be just as dangerous as somebody giving you a drink. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought ladies. Absolutely. We're going to different places. I don't care if you're going to Essence Festival. You better, you better be safety conscious. You better have a system before you get there. Yeah, you you, bet. you just dropped some some bars, man. Yeah, you better prepare yourself and always have a plan because you really. I mean, people, you know, you listen. You they say you can trust them, then can you really? You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Wow, that's important. So, how long exactly have you been doing stand up professionally? So I went professional in 2009-ish, per se, like 2010. I moved to L.A. So, you know, I've been doing the business since 2000. I'll say 2010 because um, I hadn't had a full-time job since. Man. Right. You survived a couple. <laughs> a couple. Down, economic downturns, pandemic. Man. Okay. That is awesome. Congratulations on that longevity. Because um, being not only a woman in the entertainment industry, but surviving some serious economic situations, one yeah. being where the whole world shut down. That part. And you still don't have a J-O-B. That is yeah. That's beautiful. It's, and you, you know, it's like with anything, you have to just prepare for, um, you know, the downfall. And it ain't always, you're not always sure. You know what I mean? You say for the rainy day, rainy day don't come. Then you spend a little bit more than rainy day come. Rainy day come. So you just have to just be ready. The, the good thing about what I do is, you know, I can always go find a, a gig. And also, I'm, I have multiple streams of income. I'm an author. I go sell my books. I'm a real estate agent. I go sell a house. You know, I'm a speaker. I go book myself for a speaking gig. I'm a comedian, whatever. So the goal is to never be without. But there's times you're just going to be, you know, it's, it's feast of family in this business. And you have to make the decision when you're going to tighten your belt and when you're going to let it loose. Yes, 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 yes. That is so important. So what is your, um, you have another business. You have a store. Yes, I have a CPR cell phone repair store. It's in Duluth, Georgia at 2200 Duluth Highway in Duluth, Georgia, 30097. It is a literally just what it says, a CPR cell phone repair store. Uh, it's a franchise. We repair all things 
mobile, your cell phones, your laptops, your computers, your tablets. And um, we've been in the business since 2018. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is good. So if you guys crack your screen, you got something going on with your tablet. Oh, my friend. Hit her up. Yep, six seven eight six seven eight six nine one eighty seven eighty seven. All of my texts are Apple certified. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, do you work on laptops? Yes. Mac MacBooks. MacBooks, laptops, computers, iPads, tablets. We repair PlayStations, gaming systems, anything that you break. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Now that's what I call a diversified portfolio. You got real estate to mobile equipment repair as dope. So do you do sales? We like do. We sell phones too, and we sell laptops. We sell. Um, that's actually the majority of our business at one time is selling devices and playstations and everything you can think of, girl. We have it. Okay. Okay. Are you a techie yourself? I am not, but I used to work for Sam, Sony and Samsung. I'm not a repair tech, but I, I'm familiar with the industry. Um, that's actually how we got in the business because we were selling. Um, I used to work for Samsung. My mother worked for LG. So it was one of those things. But I wouldn't consider myself a quote unquote techie, but I'm definitely, I mean, I've been there. I worked there. That's how I got exposed to the business. And you use you use your sales tactics from all your different things. I said, one thing you said, you were never without a job. Never. One thing I love, you said, I didn't get, you didn't get much from your daddy, but you got that mouthpiece. I got that mouthpiece. My father, I always say my father wasn't, sh but my father was the sh <laughs> taught me a lot of things. Yeah. Yep. He taught me a lot of things. My mouth was especially. Mm. Have you kind of reconnected with any parts of his family recently no my brother reached out to me said he was my brother i was like oh okay hi uh <laughs> you don't know i don't have no beef with my family at all but i just you know it's one of those things where you like you know I, I, when my father passed away when my grandmother passed away it was the connection was lost wow yeah this is so it's so foreign to me. I'm so thankful that I have the family that I have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, I have a beautiful family, a great situation. My mother loves me, my aunts and cousins and all kinds. I just, you know, again, I don't really waste a whole lot of time on things that just, listen, I love them. And if we, if I, yeah. Right. If Are your parents together? See, if your parents were separated and your one parent went one way. No, oh, I, I misheard the question. No, my parents are not together. Okay, okay. No. And so like, I was going to say one parent went one way and one parent went the other way, you know, maybe the, the connection would be lost because, you know, whatever. But I don't have no issue. None with that. I, my parents are, and they had, they affected how I moved in yeah. situations, but they split when I was 10. Oh, Wow. But they are still like this. Like both parents remarried and um, like they are all, we could all like sometimes if my father and his wife come down here to Georgia, they would stay at my mother's house at her and her husband's house. Oh, wow. And vice versa. When we go home, back home, my dad or my mother might stay at my dad's house. 
Right. Um. So yeah, it's it's just it's all I know. Literally, I don't I don't know anything else. So my okay. extended family is extremely big. That's great. I love to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So are you dating? So I am single, um, but I am dating. <laughs> I'm dating. Uh, the thing is, you know, listen, I'm open. I'm just not going to settle. And I, I believe in, you know, multiple da- dating, multiple people. Um, and, and it's not, there's no intimacy. So this is, hey, you want to go to dinner? You want to go to movies? Yes, we can. Until the right one or until the one say, I want to date just you and I want us to be serious. And then that's when the conversation is had. Yeah. Are you, do you subscribe to the trend of soft life? I do. (laughs) Um, But you know, girl, it's it's so many trends. But yeah, I I would prefer to be in a place where a man wants to take care of me as his woman. Um, I'm always going to be one that's going to have her own. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But you know, I, I don't think then they're not men are not the same these days. They're not they're really, not. They're not. That, you just hit it on the head. Yeah. So the thing that I challenge is so many people, so many people, non-women defining what we should be and how our femininity femininity should look and and buying into the notion that we were ever anything other than either a woman or what we had to be. Right. And, you know, it's funny. It's always from our color telling us black women that we should. And whereas that's not the same standard that they are being held, that they're holding other women. Absolutely. So they want us to work. Because I'm a very traditional woman. I just, I I shudder when. <laughs> these these men are telling women how to be women. How you know, boo? Girl. How you know? <laughs> so um, yeah, that that's it drives me nuts, but I don't even get into it. Like my thing is I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'm gonna be who I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be who I'm gonna be. And yeah. either you're here for it or you're not. And which is fine with me. Ha, either way. At that part. <laughs> So what you got coming up, sis? So we got the baggage claim. We we have a comedy festival. Just like I said today, we had a phenomenal conversation. So there's going to be a huge announcement um, come Monday about what's going on. We're going to do a, a press blitz. So I just want everybody to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok to make sure that they follow and keep up with what I got going on because you don't want to miss this. I am just really pushing the mental health initiative in our community because I think it's important that we understand that saying that you need help does not say you're weak. Saying that you need help actually shows your strength. And I want to see more black men because women are do it all the time. We'll go get the help. We'll sit on the couch. But we're seeing less black men come out and say that I need some help. Um, So there is also a, a baggage claim for men. Who, that is coming. It'll be a safe destination for men, for men to claim release and heal from the emotional baggage that they have also carried. And it will be no women in the room. It's a safe place so you can say, bro, me too. You know what I'm saying? So I will say to you, just stay close. Um, I have uh, baggage claims going on tour. I have, uh, yes, I'm actually doing a lot of phenomenal things. I'm, I'm a, uh, as a, just a lot, of, a lot of things are happening. A lot of things are happening. 
Okay, okay. I can't wait to see everything unfold. I'm definitely going to stay close, stay plugged in. And um, everything that I can attend, I will be there. Thank you. I keep I looking back because my dog is over here. She was beating her cage. And now she didn't decided to go to sleep. I'm like, who's snoring? I forget that she's snoring. <laughs> Girl, this one right here, this old 65-pound big bulldog, she is not playing with me. No, 65. Oh, you got a big old dog. I got a baby. Let me show you. you got a, oh, man. Hey. She What's like, her name? Kiko. Hey, Kiko. She was like, first of all, I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I want, you know, just follow me. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. Um, ladies, please feel free to join my Facebook group called Firestarters. We are doing the work. We're rolling up our sleeves. We're trying to become the best selves that we can be, our best, the best versions of ourselves. That is happy, healed, and whole. Um, you don't want to miss baggage claim. Go ahead and get your tickets. Bring your groups. Get your bubble blowers, ma'am, and get them in this room because it's going to be a phenomenal experience that they do not want to miss. Yes. Y'all heard it right here. Get your tickets. Baggage claim. Baggage claim. Be in the building. We're gonna yes. be bubbles. We're gonna be burning up baggage. Yes. We're do it all. We do are it releasing. All. We Thank are you. releasing. Absolutely. And I appreciate you so much um, for you know bringing me on and thank you for being so patient. And I just want to remind, I'm gonna leave everybody on this note. Um, one, you're not the baggage you carry. You're not the baggage that you carry. You're not the baggage that you carry. No matter what you've been through, no matter what you're walking into, no matter what you came out of, you are not the baggage that you carry. Okay, amen, amen. and don't be afraid to get the mental health that you need. I believe in PCP, prayer, couch, and prescription. Know that, honey, we can pray all day, but some of us need a couch to sit on to help us unpack the baggage that we carry. But on top of that, we might need a prescription. Don't be ashamed to say, I need help. Raise your hand, get the help that you need because find the strength in your weakness. So you say, you say you need help, get the help you need. And I honor you for saying that you need the help. Yes. I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for coming on to Morning Bubbles Podcast Live. Thank we you. We have experienced some greatness. Let me tell you something. This wasn't the platform, but when you ever get to see her tell some jokes, oh, wow. Come on, friend. Y'all know how I do. Y'all know how I do. Y'all make sure y'all come see me at the Atlanta Comedy Theater. Listen, oh, my goodness. I got some things happening. Y'all want to miss this thing. Oh my goodness. Oh, she up now. She mad. Uh oh. <laughs> she said, first of all, you didn't call my name, you didn't woke me up, and you start hollering. I'm ready to go to bed. So get off the and, and we got people in the comments on YouTube saying, Hey, good evening. Great good evening. Show. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much. Make sure y'all remember that you're not the bags you carry. Come see me. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. K-I-A-N-A. D-A-N-C-I-E. Listen, don't let nobody run you away from getting the help that you need. You hear me? Don't yeah. let nobody prevent you from becoming your best self. Happy, whole, and healed is attractive. A happy, whole, healed woman is a juicy woman. You hear me? Yes, yes, yes. And let me remind you all, go to all platforms, Blowing Bubbles Podcast, Blowing Bubbles Podcast. Subscribe, like, share. And as always, stay popping. Bye, y'all. Take care. Bye. Thank you. See you soon, sis. Yes. Wait, are we, are the show dead? I mean, is it live still?